I'm just going to see if this is up and running. I've never done this with Puerto Rican people in the room, so. <laughs> yeah, probably reason why. You got an echo. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me see. Welcome to his life. So, just quickly, the the whole science behind why nobody likes listening to themselves is because when you speak your ears don't capture your voice yeah. as it's supposed to because your ears catch it's almost like you have a triangle ear. yeah like bouncing off. so once you record it you record it how it actually sounds and your brain doesn't register that because it's only heard the fake voice right. its whole life yeah, makes sense. but someone like myself that listens to myself a lot when i listen to a recording yeah. And I speak, it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. So you just got to push it. through. So this is going to be quite off the cuff tonight okay. because uh, for anyone watching or listening, I have, I don't know Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few podcasts like this though. But the new thing tonight is uh, having an audience, which I've never yeah. done. A lively one, too. <laughs> so, literally, just over there, <laughs> we have a Peruvian pan flute musician. A very... <laughs> so, I live with a Mexican and a Peruvian, and uh, the Mexicans are like, yeah, if you don't like them, you just call them Peruvians. <laughs> It's like derogatory for a Mexican. Like, yeah, you're a Peruvian. Oh. <laughs> the ones I so live with. So he's insulting you then. Why was he nice? Except she's not Mexican. Well, yeah. He's Peruvian size of a piece, though. Close enough, right? Yeah. So Jocelyn, the claim to fame is that uh, I went for my first yoga session mm -hmm. and she was the teacher. Yeah. And it was quite a weird experience because I actually got quite emotional at the end. And I actually asked them the next day, like, what oh, happened what there? The hell happened? And um, I know there's a variety of yogas. I've always looked. This last year, two years, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, a lot of people in physical therapy have talked about yoga. So I've always thought about trying it out. Yeah. And then I finally did. But I know there's a variety of yogas. Yeah. So which one did we do? So Core Restore, which is a yin yoga. So it's instead of strengthening your muscles, it's stretching. Yeah. And the room was quite warm. Is that standard? It wasn't heated. It was just body heat. So it was set to like 70, but with all the body heat, it was about 88. Okay. And is that standard heat that you operate the yoga in? Uh, for that version, yeah. Because for yin. But then there's hot yoga. And what so the class that I teach, the other class I teach is 104 degrees with 40% humidity. Why so. do you put it that hot? Because <laughs> it helps you sweat everything out. <laughs> you sweat all the toxins no, out. But what's the purpose behind your hot yoga? It's just mainly when your muscles are warmer, you're more flexible and you can move easier. Rather than when you're cold, you're just not as like pliant. Okay. So it's not about getting the toxins out. And no, part of it's that too. And does it really work? Yeah, I think so. Doctors, does hot yoga really help you? Yeah. Sweat? Yes. And it sweats out. It definitely eliminates toxins unless you put bad underarm deodorant. 
Yeah. And that's gross. Which is called unhanging press print. Yeah. It just clogs it all up. There we go. Yeah. Back to Jocelyn. <laughs> you, you're the professionals in that one. I just have to smell people who <laughs> don't use it or use too much. And then the, the, the thing that caught me a little bit off guard was the like the teacher touching, touching? you. Yeah. Because That's a I big know part of it. Is, but is that normal or yeah. standard practice yeah. in the one that you do or in yeah. all yoga? All yoga. Yeah. That the teacher, but yeah. it's, it's a little bit like a, a slight massage. Slight. Yeah, so that, and yin yoga, it's more like a massage. It's more like soothing to get you into a posture. Yeah. And then in hot yoga and other formats, it's more like get you deeper into a posture and kind of like show you where your body is in space and where it should be. Because when you're doing something, you don't, you can't see yourself. Yeah. So like if you're lopsided, you can't tell. But then when you come and assist, you get them kind of where they're supposed to be because that did catch me a little bit off guard because you said in the beginning <laughs> what's the phrase that you say hands-on assists or adjustments yeah and if you're not comfortable just like, let me raise know raise your hand yeah did anyone raise their hand no not I, usually unless I, someone has an injury that's usually the only reason why okay. they'll do it but i don't know I, I think a lot of people like being assisted because if you think about it a lot of those people probably don't get touched by other humans sometimes like if they're not married they don't have kids they might not have personal <laughs> contact it's not a bad thing i'm just saying come to yoga class and get touched not touched like that <laughs> soothing like just human contact it's just it's transferring energies and yeah yeah. yeah. If not, then it gets a little yeah. weird. But come yeah. get soothing, sensual touches at not yoga. Sensual touches, <laughs> soothing. It's not weird. So touching. come get deep touching at <laughs> yoga tonight. Like we really got to work on our adjectives here. Like seriously, ladies. Can we say Personal the center contact. that you're at? Because uh, we might be getting a, quite a few gentlemen coming by. He's <laughs> like sensual. I'm here for the touching. <laughs> yeah. The sensual touching. I listened to Talking Orangutans. They said Justin's doing <laughs> sensual, deep, <laughs> soothing <laughs> touching. And I'm for that. Yeah. At 105. <laughs> when I'm nice and sweaty, never come touch me. Is it, does it gross? Does people get sweaty and it grosses you out? No, I'm used to you it. You're fine? Yeah. And in the beginning? Yeah, after. Does it take get taking used to or? I don't no, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I massage people's feet too, and I know some people don't like feet. Well, did I she, massage your feet? She did. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck's going on here?" Why like, is she touching me? <laughs> I usually touch new people's feet because it just kind of, I don't know, relaxes them usually. Yeah. Well, whatever you did was very good um, yeah. because it did get me in touch with. But, okay, I have my own story of why I'm in America for yeah. medical treatment. And it's almost like this last few years has been a quite a bit rough. And um, so interesting enough, like uh, a lot of, so if anyone's seeing I'm looking here, there's my big doctor and my small doctor. <laughs> so you told me about how you keep certain emotions uh, in your spine. Mm -hmm. uh, and as your whole body yeah. yeah and it almost feels like i'm letting go of a lot of stuff and there's quite a lot of like 
bad shit that happened to me in the last four years. And mm -hmm. I think the morning I spoke to him about some of it. Yeah. So then when I was lying there and I'm like really getting calm. Yeah. I'm really going into my psyche and I'm like, is this Rising getting like, up. it's like I'm present. Yeah. And I think that's something that I quite struggle with is becoming present. Right. Is that one of the core things of yoga? Yeah, that's one of the things that I like most because I ha I work in politics, so I have a stressful job outside of yoga. So, so the, she got Donald Trump elected no, through marketing for the Russians. No. She told me everything <laughs> off air. No. Like. I don't like politics. That's why I do yoga, to balance the insanity <laughs> and the fact that Trump's our president. But, yeah. you know... Uh, <laughs> So yoga lets me kind of escape all the shit yeah. and kind of just be present, be in the room, feel what's happening in my body and not have to think because mm. it helps me turn my brain off. And does it become easier to switch off? I think so. I mean, it's a As practice, it, so yeah. it's never, you never master it. Mm. Nobody is a perfect yogi. It just depends on your day and your mood. And is it, um, if you practice yoga and you're able to go a little bit calm down, mm -hmm. is that transferable at work? You can yeah. also use that skill? Yeah. So you're supposed to take it off your mat with you. So okay. what you do, you leave all the stuff you don't need behind on your mat and then take it into the world and you're supposed to spread it. And that's ideally how it's supposed to work, but not a perfect world. So, but, you, you, spread, so you took that spread misinformation, everyone voted for Trump, <laughs> and now we're sitting in this situation. Yeah, I use my yoga to spread politics. So yeah. how does it work that someone in digital marketing gets into yoga? Because aren't digital people a bit strange? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's another thing is it weird to be a woman within the digital world or marketing is it quite common here yeah it's common yeah so my company is probably 75 percent female so that's a lot i'm i don't know we're pretty even i mean we have like a videography team and a design team and they're all pretty 50 50 yeah girls or two-thirds girls other guys but i but. yeah because i'm wondering because i looked at the dentist this morning and i went to a uh, i went onto a dentist page and the whole team was women yeah i was like there's a lot of, of women in charleston too just okay. this area and are they pushing that a little bit more than other areas in the country are you passionate yeah. about i'm maybe getting a goal on tomorrow night or this weekend that wants to debate this whole man oh no you do <laughs> woman thing and she doesn't know that i'm just gonna take the piss out of her uh -oh. like i'm all for woman but yeah. i'm gonna be like the biggest douchebag in yeah. the world trigger her but, but is that something that you're quite passionate about or you don't about really women have, well like that they women. should be pushed more equal opportunities yeah. equal pay i think so yeah i mean do you do you have arguments every now and again with people about it or you're not that passionate oh yeah i do have arguments sometimes because i have a male co-worker and like i have more <laughs> clients than him but we get paid the same so that's frustrating sometimes but yeah. i mean i don't know i kind of i'm not the type that's gonna like get angry about yeah. it i'm too yoga yeah too, too, too many yogas <laughs> yeah too many, just go with the flow too, too many rubbing other people during the week that centers and calms rubbing it's just i can't get angry <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, getting back to the, so, how did you get into yoga? Um, no, not too long ago. I started after college when I moved here, actually. So that was almost four years ago. Okay. And I started actively doing it and then got an email from a local studio that was offering teacher training. Okay. And I said, I, I thought to myself after I started practice, I wanted to be certified by the time I was 25. It was just a goal, random goal I set. So I got certified by 24. Um, and then didn't teach for a year because it was an election year. I didn't have any time and then core power because of <laughs> because i was getting trump elected the chinese and the russians <laughs> hide the months when you work for them no <laughs> but then this new studio opened and i started teaching there so i've only been teaching since march okay and so. happy mm -hmm. would you be able to do it full-time i could but i think i would not like it as much not enjoy it as much because i wouldn't have time for my own practice mm. and it gets kind of if you're just teaching it, it takes a lot out of you because as a teacher you're supposed to hold space for students so if students have negative energy yeah. and stuff that they want to get rid of mm. when you assist them yeah not sensually but when you assist them it transfers their negative energy to you <laughs> so it can be a lot okay, okay. but it's interesting. And I mean, if you do yoga yourself, is there a certain type of yoga that you like doing? I like it all. I really like Restore, which is the yin yoga. Mm. Um, but you don't want to do too much of that because it's more low energy. And you, you're supposed to balance it out with the higher energy. Just so you're not... If you do a lot of yin yoga, you lose like your motivation. And you're just kind of more like sluggish and mm. too relaxed. So you're supposed to balance it out with more yang yoga, which builds heat and energy. And the, the what do you call the one where they there's the mantra and they're doing like almost like the songs where they like kundalini yoga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, are you into that type of stuff? Um, I've done it before. Uh, the studio I teach at now doesn't have it, but the studio that I got my certification at did, and I did it a few times. And what's your opinion of that? I like it. I like um. One of my favorite teachers that I learned from did a lot of the chanting and the more spiritual side of yoga, and I really liked that. Um, I think there's certain people who don't like that as much. Like some people that come to our studio, I think, are more for the workout and like they want to do the energy too, but they're not as spiritual about it because they just don't know enough about it. Mm. But when you do teacher training, you learn a lot more about that. So I went to Bali this year on a yoga retreat and that was a lot more spiritual. So it was, and I what really is, liked it. What does spiritual mean? Because he actually asked me the other day, we were talking about the concept of spirituality yeah. and he's like, what does, what does that mean? How do you define it? And then obviously, how does that come into yoga? Because yeah. I think yogis always seem that spiritual to me, they seem a bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> we are weird, weird group, but I don't know. <laughs> so how does the spirituality connect with this whole yoga thing? I think it's spiritual is different for everyone, but like you don't have to believe in a God to be spiritual. So it's just a higher being, a reason for being. Um, 
I don't know, just what motivates you to come to your mat and the feeling that you get. I mean, there's just so much energy. It's mainly just energy in your body, I think, is the spiritual part of it. Because Mm -hmm. if you're blocked off, like, I don't know if you know anything about chakras, but you have seven chakras in your body. And if you are cut off at one, then you can't rise up to the others. So, so can you, you have different can you struggles. give me a quick lesson in the seven <laughs> chakras? <laughs> Let's go through the training she went through. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't brush up on this before. It's like a test. But it's like wheels of energy. Um so like you have your sacral chakra. So just, oh sorry. So you gotta look at that little bad boy right there. Is it? Is that so that should be pointing right? towards oh, you. Sorry. No worries. Better. Um I feel like I'm echoing now. No. <laughs> if you hear anything, it's just because it's in my ear. Yeah. In my ears. Yeah, I'm super loud. I'm yelling at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. You're testing me on chakras. Okay. I want to know the seven chakras. So you have your sacral chakra, which is like your... I you filled it up. <laughs> just hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, just don't touch these cables. Oh, do, no. do you want to cheat? <laughs> Sorry, they I were, they were trying to make a cheat. It's a refresher. refresher. <laughs> your sacral chakra is like your basic needs. So like food, water, shelter. If you don't have those needs met, then you can't travel to the next one. So it's sacral. And then you have your um, solar plexus. You're getting very detailed on <laughs> Yeah. I mean, <laughs> me. I'm gonna have to cut this part out. Yeah, and then you have your heart chakra. So that's where like love and like relationships come in. So if you're yeah. having bad relationships, you can't go up to your throat chakra, um, which is your speech. So if you don't know how to talk to people and you can't communicate, or if you have, I don't know, issues communicating yeah or if if it's it's sicknesses too so if you're you have cancers or something it help blocks it too Mm. the energy from traveling up because you want to travel from the ground all the way up to your crown chakra okay so throat and then you have your third eye chakra which is your wisdom your intelligence and then you go up to your crown chakra which most people don't obtain that Mm -hmm. chakra because it's enlightenment so that's the goal is to get there, but you have to unlock all the other ones in order to get to enlightenment. Okay. Which is kind of where the spiritual comes in again. So you're working to unlock all those and yoga postures work to help unblock them. Mm. So there's different. I'm actually going to a chakra workshop next weekend, but you do p- postures and each one is designed to unlock like starting at the bottom, working your way up. So like headstand stimulates your crown chakra. Okay. Because you're standing on your head. And so then it's pretty interesting. if you start touching people, which chakra does that <laughs> enable them to travel to? Shouldn't have said touching. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your lo- that's your heart chakra. Because you're... <laughs> Actually, I guess it's kind of safe. Let's see you with a handstand chakra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see you come up with a handstand. <laughs> Just fall over. Yeah. No. Um. So, um, so basically, and if you can do all of those things, then outside yoga, mm-hmm. you would be a little bit more calm, more in touch with yourself. Yeah. More aware. Easier, or easier around other people. Yeah. A little bit more in harmony with the world, probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, are you a harmonious person? I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> I work in politics, so I'm not super. But are you literally in politics? Or I work with politicians. You work with them? So, yeah. Can you name any? <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not very passionate about politics. I'm passionate about yoga, so. Can you say if they're Democrat or Republican? <laughs> it's a Democrat. All right, it's a Republican firm, but I'm not, like, Wait. I'm not very you? Republican, so. Okay. It's a job. Are you Democratic? <laughs> I'm getting very personal. I'm more democratic. Are those are those topics out of bounds in America? <laughs> no, it's fine. Is that fine? No, you, I'm more democratic than Republican. It's just I had this I'm more independent, I think. Ask but. him if he's democratic or Republican. I'm slightly communist. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? My friend. A little bit Marxist, a little bit of a socialist. I actually did study politics at university. Oh, so yeah. um, I, I actually had a fucking two and a half hour podcast on political science oh, wow. a month ago because I got a guy that worked for the Labour Party in the British government. Yeah, that's cool. And the reason I got him on is um, I studied political science, which was a waste of my time. It was one of the majors for the industrial psychology that I did. And... Um, Politics is one of those uh, very difficult discussions to have because mm -hmm. very few people actually understand politics. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of ignorance. So it's like talking to someone that's never played football on what do you think of this game. Right. And it, it's, I feel the same about politics. Like if you really don't understand, if you can't give me a definition of civil society, then we should not even have a discussion. Yeah. Um, and I thought, let me get him on, because then at least I can use this waste of money that I <laughs> invested <laughs> 10 years ago. And it was actually super interesting. Yeah. Um, and one of the discussions was, what uh, ideology do you like the most? And I think he's like a little bit of a socialist. He's like, uh, he likes uh, the Scandinavian countries and the way that they implement stuff. And yeah. For me, it was quite interesting growing up in South Africa because it's a very politically exciting country. Yeah. And um, there's a variations of democracies. Mm -hmm. uh, there's variations of capitalism. And each continent that you go to each country, they implement capitalism differently. And then I moved to Poland and then I experienced the remnants of communism. And because like you'll get there and you'll have all these apartment buildings and they'll be grey. And yeah. I'll be like, why the fuck don't they paint them? And yeah. they're like, there's no money. Yeah. Like, and everyone should have the same looking building. Right. So, but there is a certain element of unity because everyone's almost on the same level. Right. And if I think like, I, I remember being at university and reading like Karl Marx I'm like, it's actually a little bit beautiful. Yeah. Like what That's he wrote. It's just the implementation thereof. Right. By dictators and authoritarians. Yeah. It's like democracy is wonderful until Trump's your president. Yeah. So again, it's just the implementation <laughs> of everything. Right. Makes a difference. So anyway, I talked a bit much there, but <laughs> in which way can you say roughly how you're involved in politics and how you work with these people and um, marketing? And so it's like everything that happens online. So we do like social media, digital advertising, fundraising, emails, pretty much everything online that you see. And is that something you studied for? Marketing, yeah, so similar. Okay. Yeah. And 
Can I ask you how old you are? Twenty five. Twenty five. Because you said earlier that you graduated the yoga stuff at twenty four. Yeah, last year. Cool. Yeah, it's newer. And um, this whole social media stuff mm -hmm. is that really helping people win a lot of uh, votes? Yeah, because the majority of people are on social media, mm. some platform. Like older generations are on Facebook, younger are on Instagram, and those share platforms. So when we run advertisements on Facebook, we hit both. So it's just hitting more people than like mail or phone. It's just mm. everybody's always on social media. Because it's quite interesting if I think about it, like 10 years ago, all the young people were on Facebook. And yeah. I feel like very few young people are on Facebook these days. Right, yeah. So how changed. do you stay up to date with all of this? Me. <laughs> like, how do you I, know which one is going to work? The Which form of channel of marketing is going to work? We have just a lot of data that we have. So it's kind of creepy. You can tell where people travel on the internet, what they look at, what, like, what ages are on Facebook, at what times. I mean, you can really know everything from so the internet. Have you had some information or data that you're looking at and you're like, this is a bit disturbing. We shouldn't be knowing this much about. Yeah. I mean, you can tell who has bought a car in the last six months, like what they're searching online. I mean, I'm sure you've done it. If you have searched for something online, then you get hit with ads on yeah. it. And it's, it's creepy. Like my boss runs marathons and he was prac he was, um, training sorry training for a marathon and it hit him with ads based on his time from his apple watch no so it said are you running a x minute mi uh, mile and he was running that mile and then when he was training for a triathlon it changed and so his miles were longer because he was training for a longer period and the, the ads that were targeting were like oh are you running this mile now so it's just like creepy how they know yeah and they just pull data from everything. And have you ever placed an ad where you thought like this is slightly unethical? Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't place the ads personally. I no, but you're yeah. involved in a project that. Yeah, is I think stretching. it's creepy. Yeah, I, I don't like the internet really. Like, I don't like social media. Working <laughs> on it all day. Social media I know. Right now, well, like, working on it all day. I'm like, the last thing I want to do after work is be on social media. Yeah. Because I'm on it all day for work, and I just. I'm tired of screens by the end of the day. Yeah. But do you have like any social media accounts? Yeah, I do. I have. And do you use them at all privately or not really? No, not often. I mean, I hardly ever use Facebook. Um, I'll use Instagram, but I probably post once a month, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'll do stories occasionally, but I don't mm. post too often. I find it interesting how the stories has become quite popular. Yeah. My wife's really into social media. Yeah. Like... And you know what fucking irritates me? <laughs> whenever I look over, I see her on her phone. And then whenever I phone her, she never answers her phone. And I'm like, <laughs> I do not know how it fucking works. You're always on your phone. Yeah. Until I phone you. Yep. Then your phone's a fucking kilometer away. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient how that works. But it's interesting to see how, you know, it went this evolution from Facebook. And then I think for like i was in london then twitter became popular mm -hmm. and then instagram started going and i think it blew up i don't know three four years ago really yeah, I think so. and then snapchat was popular for like a very short period yeah. of time right and then 
now it's just like story, story, stories. Because I went looking for a picture uh, on my wife's Instagram. I'm like, fuck, I don't know if she posted it. I think it just was in one of her stories. Yeah, and it's gone. So I find that uh, very interesting. And then WhatsApp, I don't know if you know WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. So in South Africa or in Africa, that's a very popular application because we don't have money. The average person is very poor. Yeah. But how popular whatsapp status is here in south africa oh yeah because you have whatsapp status which is like a story as well oh i didn't know that yeah hmm. which is weird so yeah. i just got onto that by accident and i pressed the button i'm like which screen what am i that? now and it's like whatsapp status and it's basically like an instagram story hmm. and it's it's interesting to see how the rich people in africa use instagram for their stories and then yeah. the poor people use whatsapp so for whatsapp can anyone see it or just your contacts you can put your settings but i think it's mm -hmm. only your contacts yeah so and that's actually a weird marketing tool for my business which i never thought of so i started a business and you go through all the avenues of marketing yeah and then i found out but whatsapp status is mm -hmm. a really good marketing tool for me on average if i post it i'll have about 200 people that see it yeah that's very good so um how do you uh, know that your marketing was successful? I always find this interesting because I did the uh, consumer behavior and some basic type of marketing at university, but not too detailed. How do you actually know? We have metrics. <clears throat> so like our ad team can pull how many people saw the ad, how many people reacted to the ad, how many people took the action that we wanted them to take. And then it's based on like voter turnout a lot of the time. So trying to get people to win elections <laughs> persuading people to vote <laughs> yeah. it's so funny it's crazy. so but that's only on social media we do social media yeah so that's well no so we promote we do facebook ads and then some people do twitter ads but i don't do twitter um but then we have display ads which are the ads you see on websites like mm. the little graphics and then we also do pre-roll, which is video, like mm. the videos you see on YouTube when you're trying to watch a video and you have to watch an ad. Yeah. How much do you pay for that? I know it it's varies. expensive yeah. um, for pre-roll for YouTube. It's pretty expensive. Um, and do you know how they share that money if you pay it? So if you buy a pre-roll, do you know how much is going to YouTube and how much is going for the person who's actually got the video content or the channel? Or you guys just pay the money it's like we want to add well, how does that whole process work we set the budget so we'll allocate how much it costs on the platform and then we'll keep like 15 percent for placing it costs it costs money to place it on each site and then you put money behind it to promote it and for more people to see it hmm. so it's pretty interesting cool yeah. i find it super interesting especially running my own business yeah um I think a, a lot of business owners fuck up when it comes to marketing. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, I think so. If anyone's listening, what would your advice be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it definitely makes a difference. I mean, if yeah. you don't market yourself, then... But like, if, let's say a small business owner, I want to market my chiropractic. Mm -hmm. Like, which avenues do I pursue? Like... Because obviously marketing, you have the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> you well, have social media. Facebook... And social media is the cheapest online version. And then display is a little more. And then pre-roll is the third most. And then we also do connected TV. So like Hulu, 
and ads on connected TV like that. Not okay. cable, but... So how does Hulu work? Because <laughs> we don't have that in South Africa. So how do you place an ad on Hulu? Um, it's a different platform, but it's similar. So it's just like a video that you place and, you know, the that 15-second ads that you see on some... Okay. It's that. But isn't Hulu similar to Netflix? Yeah. But Hulu now has... Um, Hmm. No, yeah, it is similar. It's but similar. There's a paid version, so yeah. there's no ads. Like that's what we have. So ah, uh, okay. But then there's the free version. Well, ads. then I think they changed the settings too. So now there's like a premium, and you don't get any commercials. Yes. And then you can pay one version, and you get some commercials based on what you watch. Ah, like if okay. it's a new show, then it'll have commercials. But if it's like an older show, then it won't have commercials. So would you recommend Hulu as a good avenue? Yeah. Or it depends on what you're selling. I mean, I think or do you I think, think it's good because I think a lot of people nowadays watch connected TV more than cable. Because okay. I know a lot of people don't have cable anymore because it's not worth the cost. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't have cable if it wasn't for my Wi-Fi, which is built into the deal, yeah. the bundle. But I don't watch cable TV. Okay. So. And is cable TV free or do you have to pay for that? Nothing's free. <laughs> Nothing is free. Yeah. Nothing is free. I am quite surprised with yeah. how they're taking advantage of Americans over here. We are. We like, pay for everything. I'm like... You like, have to buy a box, like so, a cable box to plug it into your yeah. wall and, and we're gonna pay just for it every month. Fuck the design a little bit so you have to call me to come install yeah, it. to come. Yeah, but it's like it. I had a, almost a dentist emergency today where it's like, I think I'm just going to have to pull this tooth <laughs> and i'm like um it's a hundred dollars just to tell me we're gonna pull your tooth yeah. and then it's gonna be another three hundred dollars to pull it yeah and i'm like if i went back to south africa yeah to put a fake one in <laughs> i'm like my dentist in south africa will probably do that for fifty dollars not even yeah. like the whole process from beginning to end yeah and i'm like hey, you're just getting taken advantage of so badly over here yeah it's very expensive Especially, especially Charleston. But, but even though we're getting taken advantage over here, how is living situation in South Africa versus America? It's way safer in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I walk yes. around Charleston fearing for my life. I'm like, so scared. Locking my door. If another. Especially Daniel positive. Island. Yeah. It's if terrifying. A, if yeah. another positive person greets me and asks me how I'm doing. Watch out for the fucking chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have alligators though. Mm, That's the one yeah. thing I'll tell you. You're dying to see an alligator. You have seen one yet? I've been going down to this bloody pond for like <laughs> four pond. weeks or three weeks and there's no alligator. She's got it on camera. I'm like, it's still no I actually thought of letting the dogs go for a swim just to like oh, provoke no. it a little bit. <laughs> no, so obviously South Africa. Listen, South Africa is uh, um, it's a completely different environment. Yeah. So uh, I am. Um, we are in the process of uh, immigration. Mm -hmm. We're unclear at this point where. We finally through a lengthy debate decided that we are officially doing it because yeah. i decided on day one that i want to immigrate and she needed another nine months to decide <laughs> so <laughs> but like coming to an environment like this would be fantastic coming out of south africa because i'm yeah. just a little bit on edge 
Um, oh yeah, it's like when I moved to Atlanta, I didn't lock my doors for five years. I was like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can touch you. There's no bars on the windows? What? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. No. no, it's a different world. So it's even like um, walking at night and you hear a sound. You'll be like, I mm -hmm. need to identify what that sound was. Even if it was a squirrel, I need to know it was a squirrel. Yeah. Because there's a small potential that it's not a squirrel. And it's, you're just like constantly on edge. Like even my wife, when she drives home at night from work, she'll have to tell me I'm leaving now. So I know the, the next time. 10 minutes, it's high alert time. So yeah. if she's not home within 15, 20 minutes, I know something bad's going on. Oh, no. So I would love to come live here. But I know Charleston is not a realistic uh, representation of America. No. Where are you from? I'm from Blacksburg, Virginia. So it's like Southwest Virginia, which is three states up. So it's six hours from here. Nice place? Yeah. It's a small town. It's in the mountains, so it's pretty. Um, but it's a small population there's a university there that's about over half of our population and so. how much is the population with university included um roughly i don't know so <laughs> seven chakras i know you're just <laughs> like forms of marketing 40, population <laughs> statistics yeah, 42,620 people that's then, very small. Yeah. And then power fusion out of it. So I know you have a dress, which is awkward because you're going to have to do a few yoga poses <laughs> right now. I'm going to have to do right a handstand <laughs> in my dress. <laughs> I was going to have to yeah, go. If I have to wear a dress, what is a, such a cute little place. It is. Yeah. It is. So very uh, small. Do you so. visit? Yeah. Um, usually just once a year uh, for Christmas. but. Friendly? Yeah, my mom and dad are there, and then um, we have a lake house that's a, like an hour from my hometown, and I go there a couple times over the summer. Okay. But it's, a, it's better to visit the lake house than the parents. I know. <laughs> no, love my parents. My friend, I the three of us can relate. Yeah. Yeah. I love my. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mom's watching. Hi, mom. <laughs> What's up, mom? No, so I'm quite open about it. So I've spoken a lot about how much I love my mom. <laughs> and she's a fantastic person. Where does she live? In Stellenbosch, outside Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah. She and my dad's living together. Yeah. I just can't help that um, I don't always feel great after seeing them. Well, small doses. Yeah. Right? So the problem is, at the moment, I'm living, uh, let's say, five miles from them. Oh. So yeah. if I'm not there within 30 days, then they'll be like, so Where what's wrong? You? Yeah. I'm like, nothing. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm not seeing you. <laughs> Where if I, live, if I live abroad, then it's like, you yeah. know, like, you know. Yeah. Yes. That's it. And uh, is it also conservative where you come from? Because Charleston's quite conservative, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's becoming more liberal with Trump and the current political yeah. climate. But I, I think where my hometown is kind of split, I think there's probably more conservatives. But Okay. And because uh, I always love listening to podcasts and whenever you talk about conservatives, they're generally Republican. Yeah. And they're generally pro-gun. Yeah. <laughs> And they anti-abortion. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny how like from one, like almost like end of the spectrum. Well, like just opposite. like one title, I can yeah. also determine a lot of your thought processes. Yeah. Are, are you pro-gun? I I don't really like guns, so I'm more. But did you grow I, up? Is it like one of those towns where you grow up with them? 
No, my dad was not a hunter. He never ha- had a gun. So, okay. I mean... I mean, my dad's conservative, but he's not, like, pro-gun, yeah. anti-abortion. Like, he's not... I don't know. Yeah. He not, he didn't grow up with guns. But uh, is this area common to, to carry guns around? Or not so not much? Super. No, uh, not, not more super. More hunting. Okay. Um, Way more hunting. Yeah. But not just, like, carrying... And would you live here for a long time, or this is just an intermediate, intermediary type of destination? Um, I like it for now. I don't think I'll be here forever. Yeah. But it's just growing so much, and there's so many people moving down here, and the and traffic. And why Charleston? Why did you come here? Um, I went to school in Columbia at the University of South Carolina, which is two hours from here. Nice place? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a fun... <laughs> Fun place for school, but okay. I was ready to get out after school. But it's just, it's just a city, um, mm. and I visited here and I liked it here. I just didn't like the college, um, so I just always wanted to come here after graduation, and so I did two cool. months after. Yeah. Cool. What is Doctor Katali up to? Bro, I have no idea. Is she within she, the room still? Did she take her shot? Doctor Katali. Yeah, she's eating. Oh my god. <laughs> What? Not so. You need another show. If you just quickly pause, (laughs) rewind one minute, you'll see my eyes are just going like, what is happening here? She's shoving her face with food. And not only that, it sounds quite crispy. Like it might be potato chips. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Healthy potato chips. Healthy potato chips. Right. So. So. Our battery is not going to last the longest. So I want Dr. Katali to come in and ask a few questions. So I'll give you a few seconds to like clear your throat and just swallow it. Clean your teeth out. Swallow it down with the tequila in front of you. Do your shot. I had to pee and then I realized the toilet's are nearby. So I came back. Still with a full bladder and I'm like, damn. I'm hungry. So I'm going to pass this little bad boy to that little lady. No, no, you can just sit there. You don't. Uh, you can come into the camera if you want. Yeah. You, you can just ask the questions from there. Is she asking me questions? Yeah, she oh. needs to get in on the action here. Okay. Are we going to do like panel discussion? I got to behave. <laughs> you need another shot. As he's like, Dr. Sanchez. Dr. 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 Strauss. Dr. Strauss. Strauss. Oh, here we go. The lady in the background. <laughs> So this has to be, um, am I in the camera? Oh, here I am. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting close to Jocelyn. It's long. It's no. long. <laughs> that shot went straight to her head. <laughs> I've been doing handstand chakras for a long time. All right, so we uh, are shooting, a, I don't know if you know, but we're shooting a documentary on what can you accomplish in 30 days if you follow Dr. Sanchez slash Cinnamon and Dr. Strauss's mm-hmm. chiropractic I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> <laughs> chiropractic uh, lifestyle? And then obviously a big part of that is yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, because how many yoga do you do? Yoga sessions a week? Before I answer that, I actually want to ask him two questions. Number one, and Dr. Madre, <laughs> how much weight have you lost in the past? What you've been with us 
18 days? Yeah. 22? I think you'll be slightly disappointed because we checked that today and yeah. uh, my weight has stagnated oh, yeah. at about 15 pounds, 12 pounds. Hey, 12, 15 is amazing. You're going to yeah. hit a plateau. That's almost a pound a day. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Great, we're, we're going to discuss this after this documentary because I know we're running short of time. Yeah. No, 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 we're fine. The second question I wanted to ask you on how do you... F- Delete, delete. (laughs) So you say you've been suffering with pain for the past twenty years, (laughs) Marvin. How you feeling? I'm so glad I'm not in this. Yeah. Before I start asking Jocelyn other questions, just answer that question. How do you feel now? So you lost twelve to fifteen pounds, Mm. and then how do you feel now? Uh. I actually spoke to Mr. Don about this earlier. Cause, uh, oh, Don, our neighbor. Yeah, so I think my feeling right now is not realistic because of the detox of the yeah. medication. So mm-hmm. if you talk to me maybe like eight days ago, I would be like, yeah, it's awesome. I'm getting loose. I'm you know, feeling a lot better and everything. This detox has been a nightmare. I haven't felt like myself. And it obviously warps my... Um, Every cell being. Yeah. So it's how are we gonna create yoga? Yeah. So my yeah, perception of this perception a little bit. But how long were you on the medication for? For about three years. Okay. Well, yeah. So, it's so take about six months I, to get normal. So I can. F- I definitely feel a lot better. And uh, I said to Don, "Listen, dude. If you ask me now, what's the last week been like? I'll tell you, it's one of the worst I've had the whole year. Maybe the last few years. But in six months, I'll probably tell you it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. You know, so I'll have, I'll need a little bit of time to detox a bit more. But I feel great. I went kickboxing uh, two days or yesterday. I can. I have more power in my kicks. Uh, both kicks are going. I can kick almost to uh, the shoulder now." Very I nice. can kick over your head. So, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a um, range of motions getting better, the stiffness, the pain. So there's a lot of things that has changed. Oh, so it's going to be great to get get a pre and post. But now we're going to figure out how yoga can incorporate in this healing that you're going to. Once I go back go to Africa. Yeah, what are you going to do? Three times a week. Like, I mean, you've week. heard Jocelyn's. Not story, but testimony and teaching and educating. So what are you going to do? Three times a week. Ooh, Dr. Seth over there. Camera flip. Come back. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that was air flip. Yes. <laughs> Come back. I can hear my voice. Oh, baby, it's been flipped. You didn't even know it. No, no, don't touch that thing. I broke the stand <laughs> earlier the week. Just kidding. Huh? <laughs> Justin. So I'm just going to go on and remove this little bad boy. I know, but you might just get a moment where you feel like having whatever. (laughs) I don't know. So I'm going to figure it out. I'm literally. um, 20 minutes. It's free on YouTube. Do you get YouTube in South Africa? No, dude. I'm not thinking about that, though. It's still quite a challenge to get through the day. Um, So I'm literally just keeping it in the day. So I'm not even like thinking about tomorrow. So, but I know that once we get to like Monday, we will have like a debrief almost. uh, Plan, uh, action plans will be implemented. But it's also not like goodbye, I'm leaving back to Africa. Like we'll be in regular contact. There will be some trial and error going about. Yeah, so, but I'm definitely, yoga will be, uh, when we started this documentary, we did 
rigorous stretching in the morning for 10 minutes. And that, that hasn't me. been. That was with Doctor Seth. I had no part of it. And that hasn't been there this last. Uh, um, Detoxing and like. Yeah. So this like, last week it hasn't been there, and I can actually feel that the massive difference it makes just stretching mm. ten minutes in mm. the morning. Just ten I literally tell every single male patient, I go, "You should stretch ten minutes every single morning mm. because men suck at stretching." Mm. It's true. Because they say and they never stretch, so they don't stretch. Well, and they never well, stretch. Is it, is, is, is it chicken or the egg? Are they not uh, flexible because they never stretch? Yeah. Or are they... They said, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. I'm like, well, uh, you're not going to get flexible if yeah, you don't do yeah. yoga. Such a narrow mindset, though. So vigorous stretching. Yes. Is that holding or... Three-minute holds. Okay. That's the only That's way good. to stretch. It's yeah. very similar to core restore. Yeah. The well, first class that my went yeah. Because for me, I'm a science geek. And when we talk about rheology, that's how... That's how soft tissue actually reforms under loading. Mm-hmm. You need at least a three-minute deload to break up fibrotic tissue in skeletal muscles. Whereas if you want to affect ligaments, then you need at least eight minutes. Discs would be 20 minutes. So just depends. But yes. Yeah. So. Restore. Core restore. Did you do the vigorous stretching before he went to restore or after? So we did it every morning for about 10 to 15 minutes. And then we started going off the meds. So detox and yeah, it's, it was a little rough. It was a little rough, but we're, we're getting through it. His first day was terrible. And my advice to him was, if you don't feel better tomorrow, then we'll have a different game plan and maybe take a half a pull. But he felt a little bit better. And because he felt better, we go, well, just keep pushing through. So you cut it off cold turkey? Completely. Wow. How long like have you been crazy on? people. Right now. <laughs> so, calm. so uh, yeah, so I've been off it seven days or six days. But, uh, and the, the, listen, so I'm obviously going to have, I take full 100% responsibility for everything I've done to my body. Just, and that will go onto the documentary because I know a few people will have a few opinions because I was told, do not cold turkey. It is one thing that you don't do if you don't go cold turkey. And, um, and I, and even if Dr. Seth and Dr. uh, Cinnamon here uh, (laughs) gives me uh, uh, suggestions, I still take 100% ownership. So yeah, it's been a, the the detox is just, it's a weird thing. And I don't drink, I don't take drugs. So for me to go into an altered state is a very strange thing. So to like wake up and there's all this shit going on, it's like very weird. I'm like, if I had to smoke a joint now, it would be a weird experience because you go into an altered state, which is not, not, I don't do shit like that. So, and then the detox, there's variations of detox, which has been weird. So, like, the one day, it's like, shit's moving around me. The other day, I'm, like, tired. The other day, I don't have an appetite. Like, there's variations, and then it's a combination of all. Yes, and what I love about this, like, I want everybody to know that not only did he stop, but he's under the supervision of us. So, I mean, we're supplementing, we're exercising, we're working on his mind, we're working on his body, we're working on his spine, and we're going to get back to the yoga <laughs> because it's going to benefit him. So it wasn't just like cold turkey and do nothing. Yeah, mm. It's cold turkey and then, boom, let's occupy it. 
yeah i Would think the the best remedy so far has been this thing called uh traction it's a, what's it called alonso's alcedonia no, the, the pizza, where do we buy it from? Oh, MG now. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando's pizza. Orlando's pizza. Orlando's pizza. Orlando's is... How big was that pizza, Larry? Yeah, it's the biggest thing. I actually took a shot with this fucking thing next to me. I'm like... It is bigger than my face, and I have a fat head. You can ask my wife. She brags to her friends. My husband's got the fattest head around, and this pizza slice. <laughs> so Orlando's is re if you're detoxing from fucking head medication, go to Orlando's. It'll <laughs> make you feel good. And eat, and eat a large pizza. Yeah, and um, <laughs> just split it, split it into two sessions, please, and don't follow it up with uh, ice cream. With ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny, like at he three to compete with Seth, I was like, at three slices, I'm feeling quite full. I should probably stop here. And I'm like, <laughs> so. <laughs> so, no, but uh, yeah. So, I've been under the supervision. So, the first few days, we didn't take any uh, supplements. I would say the first four days. And when he wasn't under the supervision of me. I was out of town. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Cinnamon. Cinnamon Sanchez <laughs> was out of town. On a fake hike. Yeah, and this fake story about a snake that was probably just a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then when we actually started putting in the supplements, I can feel a massive change. Not only in physically, like uh, being a little bit more present, and the dizziness being gone, but also like a bit more emotional, stable. Um, so yeah, the supplements really helps a lot. And it was really good because it wasn't like a one-day supplement. At night, I would see his mood and I'm like, mm, he needs some anti-inflammatory. He needs some happiness. He needs he needs something that we all can provide. But at the moment, the drugs can exist. That's why he's going to withdraw us. And ironically, when you substitute with some healthier stuff, whether, again, it's Breathing, sleeping, stretching, yoga, fish oil. Mm. You go, oh my A lot of fish oil. A lot of fish oil. I mean, a lot. We're not even going to go into details on fish oil. eating a lot of fish, a lot of sardines. It's not just supplementing, like legit What's wrong with sardines? Look at it, put it in your face. What's wrong with sardines? No, it's good. I don't know if I've had sardines. We're going to cook You are missing out. You open the can. And when I mean cooking. You can, you can do both, but you get a BPA-free can, very good, like, but yes. Um, it's not salty? What's wrong with salty? Oh, you like salty? Salt is good for you. Yeah. Did, did like you know, salty. studies have proven that if a human being eats below three grams of salt, they will also die a day. So your well, you need some salt, yeah. Yeah, your optimal rate is three to 12 grams a day. It's a big range, though, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But I think quality matters so yeah if it shit salt then yeah yeah you're gonna die but if it's good salt like sea salt <laughs> if it's gonna die salt. shit salt you're gonna die yeah so the thing just on the supplements it's a uh, even taking supplements is a bit uncomfortable Weird. for yeah. me it is he so um, 
No, it's definitely better than my medication, but it feels like you're fighting fire with oil almost. And like, I want to get off pills, and now I'm taking 16 other pills to get off these pills. And I know these ones are healthier, but it's still, it's weird for still me pills. to it's take weird. something with water and put it in to reach a designated goal. Is he going to the bathroom I didn't find? Say again? I don't know, he's Proceed. going somewhere. Oh, he's going to the bathroom I didn't find. There's one downstairs. It's too Dr. far. Dr. Sanchez. <laughs> so no, the, the, the supplement thing is quite cool. And I, I will obviously have a part on the document. Oh, yeah. about that. Tarsley, do you supplement? Yeah, I take some supplements. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. But like but what would you take, for example? I take turmeric. Um, and a, I think it's like Bahamalaki. It's like weird. My uncle owns. Uh, so yogi-ish. I like it. Bahamalaki. <laughs> I know. And then Brahmi. I take Brahmi. Energy. What yeah. I want it. Yeah. My uncle owns a supplement company mm. um, out in New Mexico, and it's like all organic, natural. Mm-hmm. So he recommended some because I was lower energy, and it's supposed to help with energy, and mm. then just uh, like. So what does turmeric do? It's because she's talking about some good herbs, because herbs are great, but what does turmeric do? Because <laughs> you're just throwing all the questions at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but I why do you I take turmeric? Because it's a new thing. Like, a lot of what yeah. we're talking about, it... It has a lot of benefits. Um, it's... I think it's supposed to help with digestion, because I don't digest things very well. I have, like, a very mm. sensitive stomach. Um, so it's supposed to be better... I, Damn sensitive stomachs. Um, but it's supposed to help that, and then I think it, it's supposed to help energy some, and yeah. it's just it's supposed to have a lot of different benefits. So like it's mm. a good spice to put on foods, and oh, know. it's great for seasoning. It's yeah. very common in the Indian culture, and it's been known to help with liver enzymes and liver cleanout, and it's yeah. a mm. massive, oh, massive anti-inflammatory. So I mean, yeah. It's a must as long as you don't have a food sensitivity allergic to it. Yeah. Yep. It's just probably weird also for me that um, like if I think Seth said like, listen, if you had goat milk 2000 years ago, mm-hmm. it might be good yeah, goat milk because it's the goat is eating good shit the whole time. Yeah. Like, but nowadays, no, like how do you know these products are good quality? And uh, unfortunately supplements as a part to play because maybe all the foods aren't giving us what we need yeah even the organic even though we buy organic and we spend those extra two three dollars um if my organic farm is next next to the non-organic farm i'm literally buying something that's still non-organic yeah but it makes us feel good because we have that slight chance that it might be yeah organic and healthier yeah it's more, I guess, the term. You're mm. like, oh, it's organic, so it's better for me. Even though it might not necessarily always be better for you, yeah. but you hope it's more natural and more... And less pesticide and yeah. less toxins and less stuff to under your health. The hard truth is, the reality is, is that the soil in America is pretty depleted from minerals because of overproduction. So when you talk about vitamins, yeah, vitamins are important, but what I think what a lot of people are also missing is minerals. So that's why good salt is so important because you don't only just get salt out of it. Like if you get dirty sea salt, and when I say dirty, you want to buy... Nasty. It looks gray. It doesn't look white. Yeah, the white's bleached. That's it. There's actual minerals in there that's very good for the health of us. 
So it's almost impossible now with the mass production to get all your vitamins and minerals just from food, unfortunately, because we as people have fucked it up. Yeah. It used to be great it's, before and now it's, it's like fish. We fucked up fish. Yeah. Who could have imagined fucking up the ocean and fish? Yeah. We did. You know what's crazy? I saw something on fish. Victory! Go you! I did it! <laughs> Score! Well, it was crazy. I saw something on Facebook and I was like, oh, look, this this nice gentleman is having a bucket and just feeding the fish. And there's like 17,000 fish coming up. And initially I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And then, but then I looked at the three minute video I realized I'm like, oh, holy fuck. This is like farm raising. Yeah. There's a bucket. There's the food. He soaks it with water, mixes it around, and then he throws it into this legit buoyed ocean. Because it's mm. in the ocean. I don't think it was a pool. I don't know. Regardless. Fish and I go, we're human eating fish that a human is eating. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Mm. Fucking disgusting. So, so, will it just be normal to have supplements from here on forward? Yep. I would say so. We'll never go back to non supplement. Unless you have your own farm. No, 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 keep in mind. With your brain and the amount of trauma you've been through, like me. Something like fish oil is a game changer for the rest of our lives. No, but I'm not talking about me and you. I'm just talking about humans in general need supplements these days because you can't trust what you're eating. Yes, but I mean, you want to try to get your nutrients from your food, like eat good food. According to the research, it's impossible. But yeah, it's not possible to get it all, but it's better to get some of it from the food you're eating rather than eating shit food and then just taking a bunch of salt. Yeah, but like you say... This isn't about eating shit food and taking good supplements and you're going to be healthy. That's that's useless. That could never work. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah. It yeah. complements your diet. It should yeah. just be a yes. compliment. Yeah. Yeah. So fish oil, Orlando's, and you sort it. Hey, you're good. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I'm like, so living the life. <laughs> I'm just having just some salmon on my Orlando's, please. I will, I will do that experiment. I will vote myself. I will eat an Orlando's pizza every day for 30 days oh, and supplement with no. so many supplements and see if my blood works. Gets worse. Oh my god, babe, you'll be so unhealthy. Yeah. You're gonna feel so gross. I'll try it though. But he would. He would. I'll take one for the team. I'll do that. He totally would. I would take one for the team and I would see if my blood work shits the bed. How would you increase your exercising and stuff? Or just keep on going the regular? And just do all the supplements. But but he exercises, so he will keep, like, I don't know. Yeah, his regular exercise routine. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a supersize me on Orlando's. <laughs> Orlando's <laughs> me. <laughs> Orlando's me. Well, I, I told you, <laughs> just before we got together, I did a seven-day experiment. I ate a large pizza for seven days, and I lost seven pounds. Mm. But. Uh-huh. And I should write that book, because you know how many dumbasses would buy it. <laughs> a lot of Americans. Seven a lot of Americans would Come like on. that. <laughs> Let's do but it. But then, in the fine print, it says... I did a fast every single day, no food, just water with supplements. Four hours of work. Four hours of working out, and then my only <laughs> meal of the day was a large pizza. Uh, okay. Mm. So at, the the meal, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, never is a body for a long time. Never wake up and eat carbs, people. It's the worst thing you can do for yourself. Just fats and protein. Yeah. When it comes to supplements, um. 
a lot of people have the perception that you have to open your cupboard and you're like, holy supplements, you know, I can eat my broccoli today, holy my <laughs> sweet potato and holy supplement. They're like, I take so many supplements and I'm like, why? So when it comes to supplement, I mean, you literally need less than two handfuls. Literally. It depends on how you eat. Mm-hmm. And you can have five or six supplements to mm-hmm. literally sustain and, this. And it also depends if you're diseased or not. I mean, if Correct. people are sick, they might need more. If people are healthy, they might need one, less. two, maybe three things max. I say five is like the overshoot. I like the, I don't even know the herbs you're taking, but I'm so interested. Remind me again what they are? Turmeric, barami, and bahamalaki. 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 The fact that you can spell it or pronounce it, I like it. It's supposed to help with energy and like, look it up. It's an organic herb. Adaptogenic. Oh, here we go. He's just analytical. No, no. I'm a very analytical Guys, only one can talk at a time. Otherwise, this ain't working. B-H-A-M, Bahama, A. B-H-A-M? B-H-A-M, Bahama Laki. It should be um, Banyan. It's a Banyan. That Banyan's the brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking on PubMed, which is a... Um, yeah, a I was just rig. saying the spelling. Your spelling didn't work. Yeah, I probably spelled it. It's a long word, okay? Copy paste it into Banyan Bahamalaki. I am sure. You know what? I got your bag. There's going to be studies in it. If somebody tells me something, I look at it. I interviewed evidence based literature to support it. Yeah. Because or oppose it. So which supplements do you take every day? Well, because there's so many, there's so much crap out there. There is. It's marketing. hard to know. I also take turmeric. I take turmeric. I know. Yeah, I know. Got one right. <laughs> Fish oil. Fish oil. Turmeric. Vitamin D three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you say, vitamin D three, Doc? I I lay on the sun once a week, maybe twice a week. You yeah, useless. I mean, you're never going to get the amount you need. You have to be outside all day. Well, technically, you'd be able to be naked for 20 minutes a day to get get the minimum dosage. Here's my my theory, and this is not just a theory because there's genetic research backing it up. If we are hunter-gatherers and our genetics hasn't changed for 40 to 60,000 years, how, how much time would we spend as a species outside in the sun every day? How much? Every all the time. Pretty much all day. So that's it. So how many IUs of D3 would we actually get per day if we calculate? I was listening to a very smart medical doctor about this. He says we'd get about thirty to fifty thousand depending on the day. I'm gonna take this away. (laughs) You're irresponsible. You're irresponsible microphone hold. Only one person can talk at a time. It's not like he's talking and she's like fuck him. Da, 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 da. Dick. No, she's not saying that. It's like, <laughs> like whispering yeah. sweet nothings in here while he's giving like statistics. So I would say that every person should at least supplement, even if it's a low dosage vitamin D, but the, D3. yeah, D3. And the, uh, the problem with that is you have to take it with the right cofactors. Because if you're not taking it with cofactors, your body can actually have a bad arterial response and build more plaque. So you want to take it with like vitamin A, vitamin K, 
those things would make it just absorb a lot better into the system. So you take those two, A and K? I, well, so not right now, but normally I've got the vitamin D3 with K2 that I use as a liquid drops. Okay. That's normally, yeah. So going back to not taking supplements, A, E, and I no, eat, eat, we eat, beans, peas, a lot of... But what is the supplements you took the oh, other day? A lot of vitamin E. You said that uh, you were eating a lot of shit and then you took this stuff in the morning and then you felt a lot better. What was like oh, that stuff? Dude, um, I took gymnema mixed with coleus, mixed with albizia and mixed with turmeric. So it was like a, a herb bomb and do instantaneously my shitty stomach, the feeling I got from what we ate, it was gone. I'm like, love it. Cleared you out. Would you recommend that to have it once a week or is that something you can have every day? The what? That bomb, bomb that you just spoke about. No, it's not something, it's, that's more of a tool than a supplement. So let's talk about supplements versus hacking your body. There's a difference. A supplement would be something that, as Justin said, it supplements your good lifestyle. Mm -hmm. A hack would be taking activated charcoal if you're gonna eat bad food because we know it's gonna just take all the toxins out of the gut and get it out your mm -hmm. system so that would be more of a hack like a replacement so, it's almost like a computer hack you yeah. know you're hacking your body you're biologically hacking your body so so it's like somebody that has massive cravings for sweets they could hack their t their, their taste buds using gymnema because that would actually change the taste buds, which means when they ate that, it would taste like garbage. Too sweet. Yeah. It would actually taste salty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it, change, yeah. it, it changes. It changes. Yeah, so it some of the herbs out there isn't necessarily meant for long-term use, but it's mm -hmm. extremely good as a hacking tool in an acute situation. So if somebody had an allergic reaction, like a massive allergic reaction, they could take Albizia, which is a natural antihistamine, instead of taking bad medication with negative side effects. So you're using, using plant, plants as medicine, in a sense, in that situation. But then that would be different than supplementing with fish oil, which I think everybody should do every single day, just like vitamin D3. That would be more of a... If you, if you go in the dictionary, you could sub the word supplement, that would be a supplement. Boom! Dude. <laughs> Boom, motherfuckers! <laughs> and Dropping then, the knowledge. And then just uh, finish that off with oh, a soothe touching at uh, Jocelyn Yoga sessions. <laughs> and you're good to go touch. for the rest of the day. Yeah. Supplements, sensual touch, that's all you need. You're just follow that up with deep touching and then <laughs> pretty good. So Vote for the Russians. <laughs> In a nutshell, there's your recap. So, uh, any last uh, departing questions for Jocelyn? Mm. Any Jocelyn, feedback on the yoga classes? Oh my god, Don't, they're amazing. You're not allowed to give no, it a, the, No, actually, she's not allowed to hold the microphone. I, I was just going to ask which one was her favorite class to teach. Which is her favorite student? Me. <laughs> Duh. 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 So in the class, in the class that we were at, um, do you mind sharing your playlist with me? Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but it was amazing. Yeah, you liked it. Good. Yeah, I try for those. It's hard because you don't want lyrics in the the whole time because yeah. then it makes you think and you can't. 
Can and I make you a playlist and maybe see if you like it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I got some cool songs. Yeah, sure. I'm always open for new songs. Are you on Spotify? I am. Of course. You can follow me. Let's do that. If other people want to follow you, what we do, they do that. Yeah. For those yoga at home. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. I'll have to make a couple more playlists live. I had them all yeah. public, and I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't share all my music because then you won't come to class. Don't, don't get deep touching by a Spotify, so don't worry. <laughs> Got to come to the touching. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a new one. <laughs> um, yeah. But can Play you can you share your? Can people? I think it's Jocelyn Hilliard. And how do you I spell Jocelyn? J O S S A L Y N. Cool. Hilliard. H I L L Y A R D. And do you have questions for Mrs. Jocelyn? So, you gotta hold it. You're not allowed to put it in there. It's gonna have to edit it all out because she's like, oh. Yeah. So, I'm sure he's not gonna put all these parts in the video. No, no, just calm down. No. But how long have you been with Core Power? Since the end of March. So, but this didn't year. they open sort of March, March. April? Mm-hmm. They opened in March, yes. yes. I had a girlfriend that actually told me about it, and she's the one that invited me. And oh my word, since day one, you can ask that. I fell in love with it. It yeah. was amazing. It's a mm. Great community. We have a lot of good teachers and students. Yeah, and then the benefits. I like Sculpt is a fast pace. Yeah, you got a little mix of everything. Mm-hmm. And then we got C1, which I've been trying to get Margaret to go to C1. It's unheated. You should do that Sunday. Go to C1 and then go yeah. to Core Restore. I'll come. And I'll come for another one over the weekend. You have to. Before one more time. you go, yeah. You can, as soon as you got here, you got to the last one before you leave. When? Mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you did you go for those? C1 or just no, not C1? No, not C1, yeah. Just for sure. Oh, I almost took one to C2 and I was like, mm, mm, might be too you shouldn't do C2 much. if you're on the C1. Yeah, it might be too much. And it's hot. You like the I don't mind the hot. It's just the it's amount fast, of people around. Yeah. I just find it, like, I keep on telling people, I live in the mountain. There's no one around me. Like, I like the animals, and I like being alone. So, just chilling around people is... A lot. It takes a lot out of you, too. Yeah, it's just, it's weird for me. Like, I do a lot of... I used to be a lot... I I lived a very high life for a long time, and then about five years ago, I was like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. So I completely changed the whole dynamic. So uh, and I quite like being peaceful, calm. Yeah. And uh, it's just weird for me to train with between people. Yeah. It's just uh, abnormal. Yeah. But I'm gonna come. I'll be doing Sunday. Oh, we're in Quarry Star, which is the stretch one, which is the beginning, the, the first Try one we did. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> I'll just. <laughs> All that's gonna come up. I'll just. Seven. I'm just so emotional this whole last month because also like at their work. Yeah. I get put into traction machines. So you literally sit there. 12 to 15 machines a day. So, like, um, so I just sit there and you're in your mind by yourself. And um, and my telephone's been switched off. I look at it maybe like 10 minutes a day. So it's been a very weird time where I sit a lot with, my, with me. Yeah. And it gives me a lot of time to reflect because, especially because I'm away from South Africa, I really have this uh, objectivity of my life. So then I think of shit that I've been avoiding. Pushing down. But it's like, like not to get like too depro, but my brother died and there's like, oh, my father had leukemia and, you know, life, life happens. And, uh, 
my mentality is just get on with it. Like, yeah, don't like I'm not the first guy whose brother died. I'm not the first guy, etc. So I, I don't like to feel sorry for myself, but I don't, I don't allow myself to just be normal as well. So yeah. this whole month has been like getting in touch with Merva or David. <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> I have two names and. Uh, and it's like, uh, and then I think also the yoga, it just opened the door there as well. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I took a breath. I'm like, fuck, I'm crying again on Sunday. Like, <laughs> really not that's looking forward to that. that. I think I did something the other day. I think I, yeah, I remember now. I did something the other day. I'm like, fuck, here it comes again. What, I think this. Well. Yeah, no, but you know what? Last week she told me some sob story. I was like, "What the fuck are you what doing to me?" I'm like, "Lying." Yeah, no, but you told me about one of your patients dying. So I'm like, so everything's just like I'm in this like weird place where. You show me a movie and where I normally be like, oh my god, like yeah. I'll be sitting there crying my eyes out. I'm like, <laughs> and I don't like it. It's and especially it's in front weird. of other people, yeah. it's uh, very but weird. It's good. You need to clear it's it all out. Crying in movies, man. I, no, no, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Stop. 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 Don't look at me. So, Stop looking at the screen. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually put a part of the documentary. So the documentary, you know what's weird? I put this into the documentary on one of my things. I'll see if I put it in. I don't mind being emotional. I just, and even like the documentary and my podcast, I'll put my heart and my soul out there. But I don't know who consumes this. Yeah. And I don't see them when they, let's say, consume it. But like sitting with other people and really showing them what you're feeling, yeah. it's very strange for me. Yeah. And like letting them see this is me. Uh, because also the, the life in Africa, you got to be quite tough. You know, you can't, it's weird. Like you can't wear your heart on your sleeve like that. Or I just got raised in a very fucked up way. Like don't show your true feelings. I don't know. It's, it's definitely South Africa. It's so bad, but when you do, number one, he feels comfortable because he's done, he's done it with multiple patients. Like, it's pretty freaking cool. What? Like, just express yourself. No, I'm good with it, but there's certain emotions, like, uh, like grief, sadness, uh, like, and they all masked as anger. So, like, behind all the anger is a very sad little boy that's quite frustrated. <laughs> Jesus, well, yeah. the best part because it just shoves everything up. Yeah. And you press down. So the, that's why. Yeah, I think the cool thing with the yoga class also is that everyone's like really like it's probably more spiritual people in that room than what you would meet out in yeah. in, in in the world. So the, it's almost like a safe environment to go there. It is. Yeah. There's it's something safe. within that, and I, I must say I I really appreciate the way you did it because you have a way of talking, even just like moving between people. You walk at a speed that's like. It's not like you talk and then suddenly the fucking right, voices are there on the other side. Like, here. So like, so you obviously contributed a lot to that. I'm like, Jesus, this crazy chick told me to put this. 
So no, obviously. So I think it's uh, the the yoga classes uh, allows a little bit for that. Yeah. So and I find it very interesting. And then obviously the the, the volume of the music and all of that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of factors. You know, it's a it's a lot of variables that you're playing with yeah. to try and create that environment. Yeah. We'll see. Take a couple of tissues with on Sunday. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's a factor, anyway. Yeah, it's a factor. So if anyone else, okay, this is not gonna get <laughs> really. If anyone else wants sensual touching, sensual touching going down. <laughs> anyway, listen. <laughs> I think we gotta finish it on that. Um, but yeah, uh, we actually put in a, a little bit of a core wellness, uh, or what do you call it? Power. Core power. power. Core wellness is the fucking UK one that I know of, where my other friend works. But we'll put a couple of links in there. Yeah. We'll get Jocelyn's profile down there, so you can see. <laughs> <laughs> there is a tub jar at the front if you really want to. <laughs> Yeah. And a couple of old gentlemen. I can't stand up right now. Just give me a few more minutes. <laughs> so, what is this Namaste? What does that mean? That's, so, you, that's difficult for me to say that. I don't know why. Like, sitting there holding your hands and then saying that, I'm like, that's just weird. It's just like I'm bowing to. It's like. Like what you say, I'm bowing to the teacher and you and me. So like we're all students, we're all teachers. Mm. We all recognize our oneness. And it comes back to the spiritual. Yeah, is it, so the way I understood it, it's sort of like you're saying hi and bye and peace be with you. Yeah. And we're all, like she said, all yeah. learning. Yeah. But is it similar to Imshallah? No, no idea what yeah. is. Well, but there's so like Namaste I struggle to say but if you're gonna give me like uh, some Muslim phrases to say like I find that more comfortable so like more like I don't think uh, is, is Namaste a Muslim phrase? No 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 no. Yeah. Uh, just interesting where does that come from this Namaste or it's India. Yoga is originated in India. Okay. So it's Om yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. What language did you make that up? No, I've never made up anything in my life. Sorry. <laughs> my phone's dead. Also spoken as Namaskar. Namaskar is a customary Hindu greeting in the contemporary era. It is found in the Indian subcontinent, Southeast Asia, and among the Hindu diaspora worldwide. It is used both for greeting and leaving. Yeah, so namaste until we it's meet It's usually again. spoken with a slight bow and hands pressed together, palms touching, fingers pointing upwards, thumbs close to the chest. This gesture is called anyali mudra mm -hmm. or tra yeah. pranamasana. Pranamasana. Okay. In Hinduism, it means I bow to the divine in you. Yeah. Okay. That's so nice. That's, yeah. that's a nice statement. Yeah. yeah, so inshallah is uh, um, it's Arabic for God willing or if God wills. But I, the way I know that is I have a Estonian friend. So when I was living in Poland, so it's almost like 
you'll say all right cool man see you next time and we'll be like inshallah like uh so so it's almost like uh you finish off a a, a meeting with something like that so it's something uh, something around about the same so i don't mind saying that but that one i find a little bit weird because (laughs) yogis are a bunch of weirdos and i'm speaking their language It's just quite cool to see how popular yoga. I thought we covered that like an hour ago. She's got like a. She's got like a. Touch people. Yeah. I say weird things. Yeah. So she's a politically inclined yogi. Yeah. How many of those do you know? That is quite a weird combo. Well, most yogis are Democrats. I think it's quite cool how popular yoga has become. Like if you think of like 10 years ago where yoga was versus now. And I think each country, even like in South Africa, we have a hot yoga studio in Stellenbosch, which I never thought we would have. Yeah, one of my friends started. Have you been there? You have to go there. No, no, your class was oh, the yeah. first yeah. yoga so class. You, how close is that to your house? About six, seven miles. Oh, so you got to go to that. Try yes. Yes. <laughs> some YouTube and then some... I'll check it out. Oh. I will check it out. Gotta try it. You don't have to try Yeah, so for me, like, uh, it's just. Can I tell you what I find weird with. Can you make, like, can you make, like, a YouTube channel? Yeah, I'll just. And then yeah. Record. I'll just put the camera in during class, and it's like, you're there. So, like, we. What do we call this? Uh, sh- chakra? What? Sacral chakra? Sacral. Or the ground chakra. So you'll be like on the, your YouTube channel, we're going to the chakra. Of we're going to the ground chakra. <laughs> hey, I got them all. <laughs> it's actually But can I quickly explain to you my dynamic with the weirdness of yoga? one must speak at a time no but like i live in a very idyllic uh, um, mountain setting mm-hmm. so it's weird for me to climb into a car go into a traffic that yeah. is not very pleasant yeah. struggle for parking then fear that someone broke into your car go into the studio and then having to go back but i actually live in the mountain where it's just like the most beautiful thing in the world so that's why i struggle with maybe also doing exercise with people yeah well you can do it your own practice at home but my wife loves it yeah she's big into it i think she's together at home that's also going to be a bit weird but i'll check it out (laughs) She actually went for a workshop uh, uh, two like two months ago. She thought of becoming a yoga instructor, but no. after the workshop, she's like, "I just want to keep this as a hobby. Yeah. I I enjoy it way too much as a hobby." It can ruin it if you teach too much. Yeah, you have to balance it out. Cool. We're gonna get out of here. Thank you so much. Thank you. You finally get to see. You can come just stand over here so people know what you look like. You know what's funny is that. So this is quite new for my channel. Sorry for my regular <laughs> listeners about these bunch of <laughs> fucking weirdos <laughs> in Charleston. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm gonna just freeze frame it, Dave. <laughs> All right. Sweet.